Hi, this is Haley. And I'm Heather. And we are the Whodunit Sisters. This episode is going to be on the unsolved murder of Alexis Accord, which occurred on April 17th of 2020 in the early morning. And her mother invited us into her home. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her and what actually occurred that early morning. We're inside Jackie Mitt's home, who's the mother of Alexis Accord. And she's going to tell us a little bit about who exactly Alexis was and uh, about what happened that night. So if you could tell us a little bit about her so that you know, everyone can get to know her like you do. All right, well, Alexis was a great mother, which everybody will tell you that. She was hardworking. She, she worked two jobs mostly to care for her kids. She worked at Texas Roadhouse for about two and a half years. She had a lot of friends. She came into contact with so many people, so no matter what she was going through, she would always try to make everybody feel better, including myself. She had two kids, which for her absolute world, she worked very hard to take care of them and give them everything that they wanted, even though they didn't need everything that she got them. But she made sure they had everything they wanted. If they said they wanted it, she got it for them. She graduated from Grandview High School in 2017, um, which everybody doubted her that she couldn't do it because she had Lydia when she was 16 and she didn't go back to school. But she still got to walk with her class in 2017 and graduate high school. The first one in our family to graduate high school. She was my best friend. Um, there wasn't anything we couldn't tell each other. Leading up to April 17th, she was very distant from me. She kind of wanted to just do whatever she wanted to do and not hear what her mom had to say about it. So that's what she did. <laughs> Started hanging out with some friends that I wasn't familiar with. Um, the only ones that I didn't know was Gabby Smith and Tori Blair. Do you know how she met them? I do not. But a week before, um, April 17th, she started, she was really hanging out with this girl, Gabby. I didn't know who she was, where she came from, or anything. And then on April 17th, not April 17th, but April 16th. We'll go with April 16th. Uh, I woke up to her and um, Deontay fighting in the kitchen. And they were really into it. And she wanted me to make Donnie leave, and I expressed to her that I wasn't getting in her relationship anymore, and she packed a couple bags, and she left. She texted me throughout the day about how she didn't want to be here anymore, um, because it would make my life easier, but that wasn't the case. It would never make my life easier for her to be gone. Um, um, and we went back and forth with text messages all day. She came back home 
around 10.30 at night. Uh, she was sitting in her car in her driveway. Um, she brought Cameron inside to Deontay. Um, and she went back out to her car. Um, and she was just out there drinking her um, green apple wine that is absolutely disgusting. Um, I believe she was supposed to go on a date with somebody, but they stood her up. She brought Cameron inside. Um, I probably fell asleep um, around 11 o'clock that night. Um, she was still out in her car when I fell asleep. Alexi was allegedly on a FaceTime phone call with a girl named Tori Blair. Tori did tell me that Lexi came in. Um, at about 120, it was about 121 when I seen her coming on the camera um, to go to the bathroom. Then she told Tori to be quiet, and she did. And um, I guess Lexi then asked Deontay what the fuck he was still doing here. Um, thought he was fucking leaving. And we were all sleeping and at about 1.52 in the morning everybody in my house except for me heard five gunshots. Multiple people were up in my house and nobody went outside to check on her. So after all the gunshots were over um, all of the kids, I guess, went to bed, according to Deontay. When the gunshots... When someone killed my daughter. Um, Tori, that was one of the ones you didn't know, right? Right. Um, Tori stayed on the phone for about 20 minutes, calling Lexi's name. And she never got a reply, so she reached out to Gabby to ask where we lived at because she thinks something was wrong with Lexi. Uh, I believe Gabby instructed her to meet her at Taco Bell on Main Street. Um, so instead of Gabby meeting Tori at Taco Bell, Gabby came straight here. And at about 3.05 in the morning, Gabby showed up. Um, when she got out of her car, she seen Lexi in her car. The back window was busted out and Lexi was not breathing. She came inside yelling for Deontay. Um, Deontay woke up and was the first one outside. And she came to my room hollering my name she said, uh, Jackie, something's wrong with Lexi. She's bleeding. So I hop up out of full out of my bed and I get outside about 10 feet away from her car. And I was just looking at her. She was just laying there or sitting up in her seat. Um, I didn't see any blood. Um, I didn't go all the way to the car. Um, 
she had a little blood, a little blood coming out of her nose, and uh, and I just sat there and looked at her, and she wasn't bleeding. I mean, she wasn't breathing. Apparently, apparently she bled a lot, but again, I didn't see any blood. Just a little bit coming out of her nose. Um, after that, uh, Gabby called the police, um, and they all showed up. And they started asking everybody questions, and I really didn't know what the hell was going on. And I just kept asking, you know, did she kill herself? Did she take her life? I mean, what's going on? Because I want to clarify when she said that um, to you that she didn't want to be here, she meant uh, move out, right? Or she no. Was, she was talking. Um, yeah. Okay. Suicidal. Okay. Um, so when the cops got here, um, they were here for about six hours. Um, I do know they they uh, they found several shell casings outside. At that that point, I didn't know um, what even to think. I didn't know what was going on. I just was just out of it. As the cops did more investigating and I don't know what they were doing out there. Um, I just watched them. They allowed her to be in that car for like four hours. Um, and then when they took her out of the car, it was like she wasn't even a human being. They just drug her out, put her in a bag, and then she was just gone. They took her car, um, and that was, that was it. I had met with the police multiple times. I know they have some solid evidence. I know that they haven't given up. I was finally able to read how many times this person shot my child. They shot her in the neck, in the head. Two times in the chest, and then once in her hand. This person, said person, walked to my house from 133rd Street, which is right around the corner from my house. Um, and he walked down the street, came here, killed her. And left back to his car. Tell what the make and model is or anything of that? Um, the cops won't give me any of those detailed information, but I've had to guess it would be a Honda Fit. Is that a color in red? 
Is that a hatchback? This one had four doors. Okay. It did have a hatchback. Well, that's um, what I thought it looked like. Yeah. It's a real, it's a small uh, compact car. I do know that they have requests multiple people to come in and speak about Lexi. And these people will not go to the police and talk to them. Which is weird. Either they're scared or they know something. Somebody knows who killed my daughter. And the coward who shot her, shot her from behind as if she was a real threat. Like if she had a, like if she had a gun in her car or something. Literally shot her from the back. And you said that Sorry. he, this guy, walked from 133rd, is that what you just said? No other cameras picked up this guy walking? Nothing. There was a camera and it's the only one that picked him up showing people what he may look like no okay that's why i was curious about. like honestly i really feel like the Grammy police know who killed her mm -hmm. but without the help of the community um and somebody saying hey this is who killed her because they're scared that's bullshit yeah if you know something and you don't say something about somebody's child being murdered you're just as guilty as the person who pulled the trigger mm -hmm. and that goes for every homicide in kansas city and there's so many there is so many so many families affected by all of this tragic unnecessary killing of our children and if the Grandview cops know who did it, without somebody coming forward and saying, I know who did it, they're just gonna continue to live their lives as if they didn't take somebody else's son, cousin, daughter, friend, mother. I mean, so at the end of the day, we need the community's help. Somebody knew that she was out in her car alone Somebody knew that I was sleeping. Somebody knew a lot. It takes a lot of balls to walk down somebody's driveway and murder their child and not know what you could find behind the house. So they knew extravagant details about what she was doing. I mean, somebody knows who killed my daughter. Somebody knows. Uh, welcome back. Um, first, I'd like to say thank you again, Jackie, for letting us into your home and letting us speak to you. And I know it takes a lot to have people um, speak about what happened. One of their worst times of their lives happened to um, relive it, you know, with us and explain in detail what happened. But I um, appreciate it, and hopefully this will bring up maybe even one tip, even the smallest, um, because she was, she kept asking, and her and actually Kareem with um, Donnie, um, just come forward, even the smallest thing, you know, she's, it's been two years, um, it just, we were ready for this to, um, to end, and she's like, if it's not for them, you, you can help any case, there's so much going on in Kansas City, Grandview, Bolton. I can keep going on any places, but like we said, 
if you're not speaking, you might as well have pulled the trigger. It's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I believe in karma, by the way, so. She's a bitch. <laughs> what I found very interesting, and I would like to know if, if this is a common thing, that Jackie had to give Mulebach Funeral Home $150 to view her daughter before they cremated her. I've never heard of it. Not that I know a lot of people, you know, that have passed away like that, but she just Is it a COVID thing? I don't think so. But she just wanted to tell her daughter why one last time. See her daughter one last time in the flesh. And she had to spend, she had to pay them $150. Mulebach, you should be ashamed of yourself. You want to say goodbye? It's going to cost you. It's going to be $150. That's disgusting. It is. Um, the one of the most, the, the driveway. Oh, right. Hearing, right. there's a difference between reading an article mm -hmm. and, and, and hearing about it. I was more under the impression that this could have been a drive-by shooting or random. Right, because that's, right. that's just what we read. There's not a lot of details out. In the papers, right. And if when you see her house, see the pictures. Um, the long driveway, and you park in the back. So. Um, and it's raining, and I don't think that this 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 little boy was not. I'm going to call him a little boy. I don't think this little boy was taking a walk at 1.50 in the morning in the rain and and just chooses this random driveway to walk down and not know what's on the other end of it. Because they did see the car. I don't remember what make model she thought maybe it was, but it's a red hatchback corridor. They saw um, going up and down for 45 minutes before she was shot and then um, parked up the street and turning on the lights, turning off the lights. And that's when they finally saw someone walking down, which I wanted to bring up. Um, and a neighbor, um, you know, down the street is the one that came forward. I think it's 133rd Street. That um, evidently Grandview Police Department, they didn't go up and down the street asking for, to see if there's that ring. I mean, everyone has that ring video now. If you don't have it, you should get it. Not that I'm like selling for ring, but it's smart. Uh, he was wearing... Um, a sweatsuit, uh, the, it was full tight, so you couldn't see who it was, obviously. Mm -hmm. And he was wearing white Air Force Ones, and you could obviously see the gun that he was carrying. Mm -hmm. And a little fucktard walked back down the street and took off running like a bitch. Bitch ran back to the car. <laughs> uh, speaking of bitch, what kind of bitch... Shoots a 21-year-old girl in the back five times. A mother of two who her youngest, she was still breastfeeding at the time. What a bitch. I mean, seriously. You... Like she said, even the smallest thing. It just, yeah. we need to get this solved. Like I said, it's been two years. Um, there's a $2,500 reward we've mentioned before. Call the tips hotline. 
tips, you can remain anonymous, and, or you can go on our website, or we are their voice, mm -hmm. website, or Facebook page. Well, and also do the right thing. Um, there's The police have asked several people to come down and, and give them um, a statement. A statement. Some questions to ask. Can comply. Do the right thing. If you need a ride, I will come pick you up and take you there. Okay? Do the right thing. It's not hard. Sorry. I got pissed off. No, that's good. I mean, we're gonna do that's, that's the thing that that got me one day when I was waking up, and um, I called Kareem and I was like, "I'm angry for you," because there's like she said, everyone just moves on, and these women are standing still in one spot, and or families and. And they need help moving forward. We need to help. That's what a community does. Communities help. People help. These women need help. Families need help. Um, so who done it theory? Well, I think it was someone who knew her habits routine. It wasn't random. Wasn't random. Someone who knew that she was sitting outside in her car at talking moment, at that exact moment without her children being out there who we found out are usually with her at all times. Someone who knew her children weren't going to be out there with her. So someone close to her. Very close to her. Very very close to her. Um, and other people know about it. Other people know. And they need to do the right thing and help for Jackie. And they need to come forward for her kids and her siblings. Next week, or her next episode is going to be on what? On who I mean? Our next episode is going to be on missing person Sherry Barnes and the murder of her mom, Sissy Tarek. Well, Vassar. Sissy Vassar. Um, thank you for watching. Please subscribe to our channel. 